Hi, this is Sensei James Leonelli from Sensei's Weekly Mindset, and I'm here to talk to you about BetOnline.net. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there, from football to basketball, soccer, and esports. Don't forget my personal favorite, MMA. We've got it all on BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, we can help you find those on BetOnline as well. We're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fix. And don't forget Bet Online for NHL, boxing, golf, and like I said, my personal favorite, the sport of MMA. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet Online, where the game starts. Thank you to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. Life isn't always easy, and you don't have to face it alone. BetterHelp is the world's largest therapy service, and it's 100% online. With BetterHelp, you have access to a network of over 25,000 licensed and experienced therapists who can help you with a wide range of needs. To get started, you simply answer a few questions about your needs and preferences in therapy. That way, BetterHelp can match you with the right therapist from their network. Then you talk to your therapist however you feel comfortable, whether it's via text, chat, phone, or video call. You can message your therapist at any time and schedule live sessions when it's most convenient for you. The best part is, if your therapist isn't the right fit for any reason, you can switch to a new therapist at no additional charge. With BetterHelp, you get the same professionalism and quality you expect from in-office therapy, but with a therapist who is custom-picked for you, more scheduling flexibility, and at a more affordable price, all from the comfort at home. To start your journey and to get 10% off of your first month, go to betterhelp.com slash sensei. That's better, H-E-L-P dot com slash sensei. BetterHelp, you deserve to be happy. Hi guys, Sensei James Leonelli here to talk to you about another one of our sponsors, LMNT, an electrolyte drink mix. Each one of these little packets gives you exactly what you need to keep you as hydrated as all us athletes like to be. If you're like me, you work out a lot, and when you work out a lot, you also sweat a lot. Now, when we sweat, we don't lose just water, of course. We also sweat out salt. We sweat out electrolytes. So each one of these packets contains 1,000 milligrams of sodium, 200 milligrams of potassium, and 60 milligrams of magnesium, giving you everything that you need in order to maintain optimal hydration and nothing that you don't. So to go online, place an order for your sample pack, and to get yourself a bonus free sample pack, you're going to go to this website right here, elementallabs.refr.cc slash James Leonelli. You're going to see this down in the video below, but I'll say it one more time for you, elementallabs.refr.cc slash James Leonelli. Again, it's a tasty electrolyte drink mix with everything you need and nothing that you don't. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Sensei's Weekly Mindset. I'm Sensei James Leonelli, owner and head instructor of Tiger Showman's here in Smithtown. Once again, I'm back in this in my home recording space rather to give you guys this week's food for thought. I'm once again wearing this year's school apparel, uh, which you can find this and every other collection of apparel for Tiger Showman's at Tiger 
tigear.com, T-I-G-E-A-R.com. Find that, all the gear that you could ever need, and much, much more. But beyond that, guys, I wanted to take a few minutes out today to talk a little bit about a mindset as we are getting ready to approach the new year. Now, I know I made this promise last week and I didn't quite keep it, but I want to try to keep it a little bit uh, more today. And I want to let this week's episode be a little bit on the shorter side. I know that you guys are, many of you guys are not working your normal hours. And um, quite honestly, being holiday week, I'd like to spend a little more time with my family. So I'm carving out a little less time to do this this week. Uh, but nonetheless, um, what I really want to bear down on is the difference between New Year's resolutions and goals. Now, I've talked about this at every New Year's since I've had the podcast, and that is the big difference between resolutions and goals. And I feel very much that resolutions are for those who lack resolve the other 364 days of the year. If you weren't going to quit smoking tomorrow, what difference does January 1st make? You know, if you weren't the person who was going to decide tomorrow, I'm getting myself to the gym or training in martial arts or eating properly what difference does January 1st make? I'm not, I'm not a very big believer in it personally. Um, instead, what I believe in is goals. I think that at every landmark, we should set ourselves some goals. And I think New Year's is a perfect landmark um, because it's, it's almost like a little bit of like the next chapter in your life, you know, like, oh, my life started in this year and every year is a new chapter in that, in that life. And that's true. Um, and I think setting some goals for that chapter is a very good thing. Um, and that's, I believe in that much more. I think it's also, you know, some people like to do it on their birthday too. I, I do a couple of little things like that on my birthday. Nothing quite as major as I do for the new year because, um, I don't know, it just feel, feels a little more like a fresh chapter for me than my birthday does. You know, I, th- I think I've reached the age now where birthday doesn't feel like anything special, but New Year's still kind of does, you know. So as a result, setting setting goals at, at a new year just seems like like a better uh, a, a better time to do it. So with that in mind, I want to give you guys some guidelines because if there's any week that you're going to be setting goals, it's going to be this week because you don't want to be scrambling for those goals on Monday morning. Oh, what am I going to do? What are my goals that I'm going to have for myself? Hmm. No, see, you want to know those things going into them. And different people have different ways about setting those goals. And I want to leave you guys with my system for goals, where I think you should have those goals. And then most importantly, a mindset about what's going to help you achieve those goals. Um, So first and foremost, the system for setting goals. And it's something I learned quite a long time ago. um, And it's something that was reiterated to me through Tiger Shulman's Um, But it's it's a really important thing uh, to learn, and it is smart goal setting. And that is not just to say intelligent goal setting, but smart goal setting. Smart being a system, being an acronym. Smart standing for specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, timed. So let's break down what each of those categories mean, and let's take one of the most common goals for New Year's time, and let's hold it up against that, that framework and see if it works. So I'd say... 85% 85% or it's either 75 or 85% of New Year's resolutions are fitness related. So with that in mind, taking that, that mindset, uh, taking that factor into consideration as I come up with my goal, the most common one is, is I want to get in better shape. 
<laughs> which on the surface is a great goal. The problem is, what does that mean? If you polled everybody that you interacted with for the next three weeks, what get in better shape means, you would get many, many different answers. And for some people, they'd be similar. For other people, they'd be vastly different. So we want to take that goal. We want to make it better. So you want a goal that is specific, that is very, very, very clear as to when you have achieved the goal. Right? So for example, I want to lose weight, not a great goal. I want, you want something specific. I want to lose 25 pounds, right? I want to be able to do X amount of push-ups. I want to be able to do you know, 50 push-ups, whatever the case may be. And so on and so on and so on and so on. We have the idea what I mean by specific, but so important because then you know when you're zeroing in, you know when you're getting closer, and you know that, that you're getting that much closer to actually achieving what you set out for. And you'll be able to know, okay, this is the time that I can put the check next to that goal. So second letter, letter of our acronym, M, measurable. There must be units by which to denote progress. In other words, if there is no way to measure whether or not you are you have progressed in this goal, then it's not a good goal. So again, I want to get in better shape. What does that mean? If I got on the floor right now and I did one push-up, technically I'm in better shape. So at what point are we done? How do I know if I'm getting closer to where I want to be? So with that in mind, you want to have a way to denote progress. And some it's really easy, right? Weight loss is really easy, right? Because we weigh ourselves and we have weights and it's very easy to say, okay, I lost X amount of weight. Same thing with like a strength training goal or I want to lose this number of inches off my waist off of my legs, whatever the case may be. Again, very easy for us to measure those things because they're straight up in our face. We have units right there. All of those things by their very nature make it easier for us <clears throat> to measure, right? So we might have a, a, a more generalized goal like I want to have better cardiovascular health. Okay, well, we need some units by which to denote progress. Are you trying to lower your resting heart rate? Are you trying to change your heart rate variability? Are you trying to change your overall energy level or stamina? Those things are a little harder, so you're going to have to work to spin that goal a little to get it to a point where it is measurable. Third, we want to make sure that a goal is attainable. What that means is that there is a clear finish line. Because, again, go back to I want to get in better shape. I could be done if I get on the floor and did one, one push-up. But I also could get an insane David Goggins kind of hell week shape, you know, strip, strip my body fat down, you know, to 5% and muscles on top of muscles. And I could still technically get in better shape. So when is, when is it end? When is there a finish line? And again, part of it being measurable and being very specific makes it easier for you to have a goal that is attainable. Because I want to lose 25 pounds has a very clear finish line. Right? I want to be able to do 100 push-ups, very clear finish line. Right? That's why those other two are so important, and it's why we want to make sure we have that hard line as to when it is achieved. Next, we want to make sure the goal is realistic. So a realistic in its scope is a very important thing, and we'll get to the other type of realistic in just a moment. So for example, I want to lose 25 pounds might be a very real goal, a very realistic goal for you. However, if you're six feet tall and you're 130 pounds, losing 25 pounds is not a realistic goal for you. And 
by the same token, uh, as we move into our, our next portion, you'll understand another way it's got to be very realistic. Because you want to set a goal that is something that you can achieve. Right? And that comes to the next letter, which will help me kind of put the bow both on realistic and on our next part here. And that is timed. T stands for timed. So you want a time frame by which you are to, to complete this goal. So for example, I want to lose 25 pounds before tax day, April 15th. Perfect. Okay. Specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, timed. Again, assuming you have 25 pounds to lose. But <clears throat> we also want to be able to make sure that we are realistic in our time frame as well. Right? Now, if I say I want to lose 25 pounds by Valentine's Day, that's not very realistic. Unless you're morbidly obese and you're making a drastic change to homeostasis, it's very unrealistic to think you're going to lose 25 pounds in six weeks. Um, you might if you have a lot of weight to lose or you make a drastic change to homeostasis and you have a lot of weight to lose. But it's not that likely. What's much more likely is you, you would need a little more time to do that because we know healthy fat loss is about two pounds per week. So you know you're going to need, it's one to two pounds a week, you know you're going to need between you know 12 weeks and 12 and 15 weeks to do it. And that's okay. Right? That's not a, a terrible length of time to lose that amount of weight because I'm sure it would make a big difference. Right? Think about it, if you're 250 pounds, 25 pounds is still 10% of your body fat, your body weight, I should say. It's still a big difference, still very noticeable. So nonetheless, we want to hold every goal that we set for ourselves up to that, that, um, that framework, specific, measurable, attainable, realistic time. Now, naturally, some goals are just going to have the, the time frame of by December 31st or by January 1 next year. Because some of them are just goals that don't have, that either that are going to take all year, or that are going to, uh, that are going to be something you do every day. Right? Like one goal I set for myself every year is I do a certain amount of push-ups, squats, crunches, on top of whatever training I do that day. And that, I do that every day. So I got to do that 365 times. So that runs until December 31st. Right, there's, I, I suppose I could do a couple extra and get myself ahead and be done early, but more realistically, uh, this is running until December 31st. Or it could be any number of other things, something you want to do every week. You know, I want to do this once a week every week. These type of things are normal. And for those things, understanding that, that type of goal, have that caveat in your mind. Okay, that's done by the end of the year. But nonetheless, we're setting goals for ourselves. We want them to be specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and timed. Now, that brings me to my second point I wanted to hit, and that is where to put these goals. Because just having them here is not good enough. If we have them just in our mind, they can be forgotten about, they're not in our face, and that's not a super helpful thing. Instead, it's a very valuable thing to take these goals and put them in a place where you're going to see them every day. For some people, that is digital. Right? For some people, that means, okay, in the place I keep my to-do list, like an app I use all the time is called Google Keep, and it allows you to have several lists running at once. And I often keep my goals in that one open tab. And it's like when I open my Google Keep, I have my tables all over the place. 
right? And you know, this is next to this is next to this. My goals are usually top left, right? So that way, when I open the screen, my running to-do list is on my top right. So that way, I go to look at my to-do list. My goals are right there. I'm seeing them every day. Other people like to handwrite them and put them in a place that they're going to see them every day, their bedside table, their mirror in the bathroom where they're going to brush their teeth so they see them at least twice a day every day. Um, their mirror that they check themselves before they, they walk out of the door. Like I remember when I took driver's ed as a kid, uh, the instructor in the classroom part, he said, here's what I want all of you to do. I want you to write out the phrase, I will drive, they will walk. And I want you to put it in your mirror right before you leave the house. So every day as you're leaving the house, you're seeing that and you're saying to yourself, I will drive, they will walk. And he goes, and you know, I, I can't check to see whether or not you did that homework, but I know who did. And he started listing out people who failed his class <laughs> last semester. But nonetheless, putting them someplace where they're in your face is a constant reminder. Some people, it'll be pinned on their desktop. Like, and that could be a literal desktop where, you know, your desk in your office, you have them right there on your, on your desk. They're literally there for you to see every single day. Maybe you're a person who works on a computer and on the desktop of your computer, you have pinned on your wallpaper your goals for that year. That's okay, too. Any place where you're going to see it all the time in the place that works for you. I'm not going to tell you exactly how to do it because everybody's a little bit different in their personalities. But the key thing is you want to see those many, 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 many times. You want to see them regularly. Ideally, you want to see them multiple times a day. If that's not possible for whatever reason, then you at least want to see them once a day at least. Hopefully, if you have to settle for a little less, okay, fine. But you want to see them as, as often as possible because you want them in your face. You want, you want it to be the kind of thing that's on, your, on your, the, front, the, the front of your mind, the forefront of your mind at all times, that you're manifesting just by your actions, that you're thinking about constantly, that you're kind of manifesting it into being with your way of thinking. Each day is, you know, that's why some people, and I, I heard that just recently, the idea of the bathroom mirror. Not that I hadn't heard it before, but just kind of being reminded of it. It's like, yeah, I'm going to manifest these things because I'm going to see them. Every night as I go to bed, I'm going to dream about them because they're right there for me to think about. Every morning when I wake up, I'm going to go and I'm going to do them because they're going to be there for me to, for me to manifest my behaviors for the day. And I think that's a great way to go about it. Just another way to rub it into your mind, to get it just something that is part of your everyday existence. Right? And final thing I wanted to talk about today and that is kind of the better way we want to go about thinking about the setting and achieving of goals. And um, a little peek behind the curtain, uh, every year at Tiger Shulman's we do a big fitness challenge. We call it the 90 Day Challenge. This year we're doing a 60 Day Challenge, and we're doing something pretty cool. Me and in, in, uh, in my district, we're working on, uh, on something pretty cool. And uh, it won't be made public quite yet, um, but I'm a panel of some people that are working on this, and it's going to be – really informative and really cool. And honestly, I can't wait to tell you guys about it. I can't wait to do a whole podcast about it and how it came to be and so forth. Um, but for right now, I got to keep that under my hat. Um, just trust me, we're working on it. And in one of the meetings, uh, we were talking about, I was talking with a few of the other senseis and one sensei, Sensei Muna Holland um, from our North Plainfield location. She was talking about a mindset that she had for goals. And she goes, you know, so often people think about losing 25 pounds or to think about losing inches off their waist, but what they don't think about being the type of person that loses 25 pounds, being the type of person that has a six pack, being the type of person that da, 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 whatever the case may be. 
And I think that's a really cool thing. I think that mindset is huge. And I've read a ton of a ton of books where similar ideas were posited, kind of transforming your identity. And that to me, it kind of screams to me this time of year. Because if we think about how many resolutions that people make that are really like lifestyle changes, like another big one besides fitness is quitting smoking, right? Think about how many people that you know that are smokers, and that's part of their identity. Part of the way that they identify themselves is as someone who smokes. And instead of thinking about quitting smoking, they should start thinking about living their life as a non-smoker and all the things they're going to do to live their life as a non-smoker. It's a very interesting concept and it's a very interesting thought, right? Like I've heard many times, you know, li live your life like you're the, like you're the hero of your own movie. And that's a really cool concept and a really important idea in how we go about attacking anything. But moreover, while we're making these goals, don't just think about the goals that you have for yourself. Think about being the type of person that has these things achieved. Not necessarily has these goals in themselves, because you don't want to think about where you are. You want to think about where you're going. Right? If you're thinking to yourself, at the end of the year, I want to, I want to have X amount of money in my savings account. Or in my investment account, I want to have you know, this amount of money in my investment account. Or I want to be collecting these kind of dividends or I want to be a person with a six pack, or I want to be a person who eats healthy. Don't identify yourself with where, where you are, identify yourself with who you want to be. Right? Think about the type of person that does have that amount of money in their savings or investment account, who has that six pack, who eats healthy, right? who does all those things that the person who achieves your goals has. Don't just think about achieving the goals. Think about being the type of person that has that finished product. So a little mindset for you guys to use as we approach this week here where I'm going to need you to set these goals for me. I'm going to put a post on social media for sure where I'm going to ask your goals. Likely it'll be in my Instagram story. So for sure, if you guys are part of my Instagram, if you guys follow me on Instagram, I'd love to hear your your uh, your, your goals. I think I'm, I'll probably put it out more than once so that way I have plenty of chance to get the answers back because I'd like to discuss the ones that I get next week. Um, if if when you answer my, my question in my story, if yours is one that you want, I might just discuss it generally, but uh, if you want me to use your name or whatever, and you feel comfortable with that, by all means, let me know when you set the goal, uh, you know, answer my question and then respond to the story. So that way I know like, hey, Sensei, talk about me. Other than that, my friends, I think that kind of brings me to a close, even though I did basically the amount of time that I normally do, even though I promised a slightly shorter episode. That is all I have for you guys this week. So nonetheless, as always, reach me via email, senseileonelli at gmail.com, Twitter and Instagram at sensei, S-E-N-S-E-I underscore Leonelli, L-E-O-N-E-L-L-I. Again, go to that Instagram story. You'll see that up in the next day or so, so you guys can respond to me there and I can start getting goals that we'll talk about next week. With that in mind, let's talk about where to find my school. You can find my school online, tskSmithtown.com. On Facebook, excuse me, on Facebook or Facebook.com slash Tiger Shulman Smithtown. You can also find me on, Insta, on Facebook at, Facebook, at uh, Sensei James Leonelli. Find my school on Twitter and Instagram at TSMMA underscore Smithtown. You can find everywhere I am on the internet at Linktree, linktr.ee slash Sensei Leonelli. Uh, you can find everywhere I'm at the, on the internet there. Find out more about the Tiger Shulman's organization as a whole at TSK.com. You can find out more about the 60 day challenge there as well. Make sure that you guys 
leave a rate and review. It just helps. As always, sponsorship opportunities are available. If you're interested, hit me up. Other than that, my friends, make sure that you guys subscribe, get your new episodes every Wednesday. But most importantly, please, guys, share the podcast. It's the only form of advertising that we have. So I very much appreciate it when I see you guys doing it. So until next time, my friends, invest in yourselves. I'll see you guys on the mat.